All right, we're back. I'm joined by Will once again. And um, in similar fashion as last week, I'll let him go ahead and, and share with the people what it is that he's drinking. All right, so uh, this week, this week on the podcast, shit's getting a little bit freaky. Uh, we got a new drink. We're really mixing it up this time. We got three ingredients. Vodka, ice, water. Fucking brilliant. I don't know if it's feminine or if it's manly, but it's delicious. It's actually terrible. The vodka's from a, a plastic plastic handle. It's uh it's it was probably a, a ten dollar handle, I would estimate. I mean Recipe twenty one. Yeah, right re- <laughs> recipe twenty one. Fucking delicious. Maybe the best there ever was. And so it's better than the watermelon drink we've confirmed from last week. That is that is true. I mean that's not saying much. Um but yeah, yeah, I would say it's better. Vodka water. So we're moving in the right direction and next time you're on or next time we record together, you're gonna have a better drink. Yeah, we might we might get fucking crazy with it and and add some bubbles or something, you know, get a little seltzer seltzer in there. Perfect. So, uh, I'll just walk through what we're going to be talking about today. Um, there was actually something that Will said um, in last week's episode regarding, um, you know, kind of the way that um, people are, are are graduating and what they're doing after college. And uh, he brought up some people that uh, he knows from back home that have kind of, you know, decided that college wasn't for them, and um, they decided that they were going to you know, drop out and kind of pursue their career as, as videographers and that they've um, since then, you know, done really well, probably better than expected. And um, it, what they've been doing is kind of taken off for them. And that kind of uh, brought up a point for, for me. And I thought it was something we could touch upon is especially, you know, in this day and age with everything going on is, is college really worth it as much as it was maybe 10, 15 years ago. And I think there's a real discussion to be had there. And we're going to dive into that a little bit. But we're also going to get into uh, a special beer review. We've got Bush Light Apple. We're going to crack into that for the first time. I uh, I had one this past weekend at a at a wedding back home, but it's Will's first time, and we're going to get a live reaction to to what Bush Light Apple is like. So we're looking forward to that. Um, sports are back. That's huge. As we're recording this, actually, um, the first MLB game of the season is airing tonight. Um, we're actually in a rain delay as as we're recording this right now. Um, but we're starting to move in a positive direction and, you know, within a week or so we should have NBA, NHL and MLB all going and hopefully the NFL, uh, will get their shit together and, uh, start making some, some plans to move forward. And then, um, the last thing I want to touch upon is, um, our college's response to, um, COVID and everybody getting ready to get back on campus and some of the crazy shit that we have to do. Uh, it doesn't sound too fun, but, um, yeah, we got to do it, and you know, I I understand all the the precautions and everything going on with it, but we'll dive into that a little bit. So, um, Will, you got anything to say before we get going? Hey, you know, uh, I get I get that the whole COVID thing's kind of shitty. We got to do a lot of a lot of testing and whatnot in that in that aspect. But uh, hey, whatever. It's better than sitting at home behind a computer, right? Yeah, at least for you sure. get in front of people. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope it doesn't come to a point to where we have to go back online but if it comes to that at least they tried so fx we'll see but um yeah so let's let's dive into this whole college conversation because i think it's a pretty um interesting thing to to kind of think about and um you know as i mentioned before you said that you have some i think there were what are they friends from home or or people that you knew from high school yeah yeah a couple friends from well i mean i mean both right so um yeah i mean the one person who comes to mind this girl i mean brilliant girl like she was top 10 in our class no problem brilliant girl um and she ended up going to northeastern which i mean great school in boston you know they got a 
co-op program. Pretty cool, pretty cool program out there. But she did like one year of college and then realized, hey, this this isn't really for me. And then uh, she ended up going into to videography and now she's making a really great living, you know, living on her own, paying for her own bills, you know, all that stuff. And she's she's building a career, right? Like it's really cool. Um, the media she's doing is absolutely incredible. She's helping small businesses get a bunch of marketing. Um, and then also, I mean, she's doing these like really awesome, like concert promotional videos and like her content is just like out of this world. And, you know, to see where she's come as like a videography, just kind of from like an outside onlooker has been absolutely incredible. And it sounds like it's something that she really is like passionate about too, right? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. To drop out of school within one year and just fuck it. This is, yeah, what, she, this is what we're doing. Dude, she went, she went full send. You got to respect it a hundred percent. Yeah, it's impressive. I don't know if I could. I could do that. I definitely have to know like a hundred percent that what exactly it was I want to do before I do something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think that's what it was to be, to be totally honest with you. Like, obviously like she's still stuck with it. You know, we're, we're sitting three years later and she's still doing it. She's having a great time. And the thing is too, like, I mean, she's gotten to go all over the world. It's been an amazing experience for her. I've talked to her about it and she's, she's so happy you know like and that's the thing like it's kind of yeah. about finding what you want to do there and that's kind of like the ultimate goal too is like sounds like she's figured it out a lot sooner than a lot of us are, <laughs> are probably going to but um you know she did figure it out so that's i mean good for her and that's you know hopefully that's what everybody's goal is is like i know for me it always used to be about the money and that's kind of why i ended up at this school too to be honest with you it's like oh, i'll just be an engineer like they make good money you know, that's good enough for me. Once I have enough money, then, you know, everything else will be fine. Yeah. But, you know, you actually get here and you start taking the classes. Like, is it going to be worth it? Like, if I'm going to be fucking miserable, if I hate taking these classes, <laughs> is if this is what the rest of my life is going to be like, it's not worth it for me. Like, spend all this money to get a degree and then just do something I hate for the rest of my life. Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> 100%. And co college is tough too. Cause it's like, they make you take the shitty classes first. It's like, yeah. all right, get through this garbage. And then you get to actually learn about the cool shit. Honestly, for me, it was like, it seemed like that's what like two or three years of classes were like. And I don't understand why that was, but it, it also doesn't help that I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. So I was just continuously taking like these beginner level courses as I changed my major. But that really doesn't help your cause because, like, who wants to take university physics that's calc-based like you're taking right now during the summer in a five-week time frame? It's not a good time. It's, I mean, as much as I like laser beams and stuff, I mean, yeah. it's, I don't feel like doing this right now. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's the thing is, it's like, you just got to, I think really part of it, too, is, like, a lot of the colleges, at least ours, and I'm sure others, too, they want to see like how well you respond to the pressure of like these classes that they know suck and that nobody likes and see, you know, how dedicated I think certain students are, if they're willing to kind of push through the, the shit at the, at the front end of, of your college career and, and hang around for the back end of it when it'll really be worth it. And then you'll be learning things that are actually, you know, quite a bit more relevant to what your career will be. I think there's, there's definitely like a component of it for sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think like, or just getting an undergrad degree is, hey, like showing you can commit to something for four years. That's your choice. You know, you're not in high school anymore. It's not yeah. just your parents pushing you through. It's actually your conscious decision to go through work at something for four years. And I think part of it is, is that's kind of what like employers are looking for more than the actual skills. Because, I mean, half of those you're going to learn on the job. <laughs> it's Yeah, that's that's why like as much as it's fun to shit on the school that's the good thing about our, our internship program. And like for those listening, one of the requirements of our colleges is you have to do 
you know, X amount of weeks or, or for the engineers, it's even a year actually of um, internship experience. So you're out there working for an actual company doing something similar to what you likely would be doing um, once you graduate. And I think that's really one of the benefits of our university. And, you know, you're able to make money while you do it. So it's really a, a big advantage that I think our students, our graduates and alum have against, um, you know, students coming from other universities. And, um, you know, to me, that kind of experience is way more valuable than anything you're going to learn uh, in a classroom setting. Yeah, 100 percent. And then if you're if you're thinking about it, um, I wouldn't buy the upcoming Chevy Colorado or Silverado because I may or may not have some parts in that. And, uh, you know, whether or not they work, uh, just know a student designed them. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Oops. Is that? Is that actually true? That's a, that's a little bit true. Okay. Well, I'm not going to ask uh, who you're working for when you did it. We don't, we don't need to well, that's put them on blast. That's not important at all. <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, you know, as, as far as, as college goes, um, I think another thing that people should consider too is, you know, if, you, if you're going into it, right, and you have a set career path, like, for example, you know you want to be a doctor, you know you want to be an engineer, there's no way around the schooling. You have to be there for it. You have to, to push through it and, and stick with it. But again, if that's what you know you want to do, you're really interested in it, you have a genuine you know, kind of passion for it, then it's worth it. It's worth the money. It's worth the stress of however many years you're going to be in school. But if you're one of those people that's like, you know, I don't really know what I want to do. I don't really have a preference. And like, I kind of just want to have, like, I just want to go to school and get fucked up for four years. Like if you come out of it with a four year bachelor's degree in, you know, some sort of liberal arts major that you don't even really give a fuck about, like it's, that was a waste of your time in my opinion. Yeah. You're going to have a rough time. And not to say that there's anything necessarily wrong with liberal arts degrees. Like if it really comes down to, if you're passionate enough about it, you will find a way to make whatever your major is work is the way I look at it. Like if you're willing to put in the time, it might not be as easy for, you know, an, an art major or somebody to, to make as much money as an engineer right out of the gate. But if it's what you truly like doing and you're passionate enough about it and you're dedicated to, you know, continuing to get better and, and network and, and put in the time, like you should, you should be fine at the end of the day really yeah. is the way I look at it. You can do that with any major. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I think also, I mean, a lot of kids, kids switch majors and I don't think that's necessarily something to be afraid of. And I think, you know, that's <laughs> something you can probably talk about a yeah. little bit too, but Fuck. I mean, to some extent, I think college is, is a little bit more of a uh, learning experience in other terms rather than Absolutely. just academic. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, out of college or out of high school, I went directly into, into college. So I guess I don't really know. But I think a gap here could definitely benefit some people or even just like going yeah. right into the workforce. Just to give yourself some direction, too, is like like you're saying, if if you get done high school and you don't know what it is that you want to go to school for, just take a year and maybe try something. You know, or, or take some time and try and figure out what it is you like to do. I mean, one year really isn't going to make that much of a difference yeah. at all. I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm just thinking like some of my best, my best memories working, looking back were, you know, putting in fences with m some of my best friends, you know, and yeah. that's a, that's a garbage job. I was working in New England. You know how yeah. rocky that soil is? <laughs> it's terrible. It's not a fun time. But at the, at the same time, you know, you're doing it with people you you have a good time with. And sometimes I feel like that that might just be the best kind of recourse you need after a, a good 12 years of school is just a little bit of time to step back, think about what you're doing and then move on, have some good times yeah. and 
keep moving forward. Actually work some, you know, get your hands dirty, make some money. Yeah. And then, you know, if you, if you find you like that kind of thing, then stick with it. But if you find you want more college is there for you. And you know, one of the other things that you just kind of mentioned too, is the whole idea of you can learn a lot more from college aside from just what is going on in the classroom. So like, you know, the social aspect of it and everything else that you learn in the four years, five years that you're here it is almost as valuable or more valuable, I think, than the classroom shit. Oh, 100%. Really. Cause like, I'm a shell of the person I was when I first came to college. <laughs> like, not even close to the same. Like four, like, four years ago, there is no way in hell I'd be caught dead recording a podcast. Oh, 100%. You were, like, you were worried about just, Evan Williams and, Evan. <laughs> and, then, and a girl, you know? <laughs> hey, hey. Um, yeah, but, I mean, there is some truth to that. But... Realistically, though, just like the evolution of a person, and I think a lot of people would agree that the amount of change that you go through during these four years is just incredible, really. I mean, if you, unless you actually sit back and think about it, you, I mean, it, you're literally a shell of the person that you were when you came in as a freshman, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for some people, it's more than others, but. And for, for me personally, I know like, I can think of, you know, probably like four four main things where it's I've grown a lot that isn't necessarily my coursework. One's going to be friendships, you know. Absolutely, like your uh, network. Meeting a bunch of random people. I've gotten to travel around the world. That's been amazing and meet tons of people, different people from different backgrounds. Um, we got That was actually per- huge for me too. Yeah. How you per- say that. Personally, um, you know, I've worked a ton to work on like my personal finance knowledge coming into college. <laughs> I had no idea what the hell money was or how it worked or anything like that. Um, and just a ton of research. And then also just talking with the people that I've surrounded myself with has been an amazing experience. Um, and then I've also just had, you know, a ton of experience now with business. Um, a lot of colleges have great entrepreneurship programs. And I think kind of getting into that is, is something that's so everyone can benefit from. And I had a fourth one at the beginning of my mind, but now I don't really remember what it is. I'll be completely honest with you. Yeah. That's, I like one of the ones that you touched on too, as far as like, you know, getting around people that, you know, such a diverse university and such a a different uh, student body. You know, for me, I come from a a very small town where everybody is, you know, very similar. There's not a lot of diversity. I mean, I graduated with 63, 63 students from high school. I mean, we uh, were in school, or we were in the same building K through 12, which is crazy to think about. I don't think I've honestly ever met really anybody else that can say that from another high school or, well, <laughs> yeah, that's, entire. That's, that's pretty wild. Yeah. And, um, you know, coming here to Rochester is, you know, it's not even a big city, but for somebody like me, it was it really was a culture shock, especially when you have students coming from every, well, not every country, but you know, countries from all over the world and students from every state in the country on a, on a large scale. It's just like, this is what the real world is like. Yeah. And had I never left home and, and I have a lot of, of buddies back home too. I love them to death, but they've never experienced that. And they're kind of in their own little world as far as, you know, small town kind of, you know, you know, all your neighbors, like everybody knows you, your last name. If, if they don't know you personally, they know of you, they know your aunts, your uncles, your, your parents, your grandparents, somebody, and you, you get out there in in the rest of the world and that's not what things are like at all. Yeah. And I I think, I mean, 
me, I, I also came from a, a, a small town where, I mean, I'm from New Hampshire too. So, I mean, that's not, it's a pretty, uh, just similar population all around. And, you know, when I, when I go back home too, it's, it's, it's a little bit different. Oh, and yeah. I, I think one of my, uh, biggest successes when, when going back home is like, was able to convince some of my friends to go to Ireland. And that was like a big thing for them. You know, that's, yeah. that was about as, as much culture as they can possibly get is another, <laughs> is <laughs> another european country that go like, get them fucked up in ireland yeah yeah <laughs> but at the same time like after that you know they were like wow there's like so much out there and i think that's that's something that's really important absolutely absolutely and you know there's a lot of stigma with like you know going to going to college and you know just getting fucked up all the time but i think there is kind of an important piece of that too i think it is important to like get out there and, you know, interact with others socially, whether it's at a bar, like going to parties and shit like that. I think it's, you know, especially if you've never done it in high school, it's kind of good to get that out of your system at some point. And, you know, for, for some, it might not take a lot. And for others, you know, they're down to do it for four or five years. And even when you graduate, you know, some people are, are, can be like that for the rest of their lives. But if you never take the time to kind of like experience it a little bit and, and go through it, you're missing out on, you know, what could be some of the most fun and memorable times of your life and making some of the best connections oh, really. Wow. Cause like, you know how many people I've met at like a party or like at a bar that I wouldn't have met in like a class. Like it's, it's crazy. That's honestly most of my friendships and connections yeah. were from socializing with alcohol. Yeah. Honestly. A hundred, a hundred percent. And I'm not saying, you know, that's all there is to college, but at the same time, not at all. A, a Saturday night is going to be, a lot more productive going out getting getting a little tipsy with your friends and then meeting meeting people all right think of it this way it's basically networking it's just networking it really is. in in a little bit better environment and at the end of the day that is always going to be better than sitting at home watching netflix on a saturday night while all your friends go out and have fun yeah um cuz at the same time like life life is a lot Life is long, right? So you never know, well, uh, you know, kind of what what the people who you're getting drunk with are going to be doing in 20 years. But it might be something big. <laughs> yeah, it could be. If you think about it, it's always good to know more people. Always good to have great experiences with a ton of people and just have a good time. And the other thing too, if if you don't get it out now, at least a little bit of it, say you know five years down the road, you've never really you know taken the time to like get a little wild, get a little crazy, have some fun and, and make mistakes and fuck up a little bit when it comes to drinking too much or, or making a not so smart choice when you're, when you're drinking. And Somersault. maybe that's going to happen when you have an actual important job and you have more legitimate responsibilities and shit could end up a lot worse for you. So I feel like this is the time to fucking, you know, try those things. And I'm not saying, you know, blackout every single weekend. I mean, if you want to do that, go for it. If you're going to do that, just, you know, make sure you got cool friends that are. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I mean, there was weekends for us like freshman year. Like we, uh, we did some, some back-to-back weekends of pretty, pretty hazy memories, but. Yeah. I somersaulted into a table. Oh my that was, God. that was a bad time. <laughs> you still have the scar. I can see it right here in your forehead. Well, yeah. not in your forehead, but in the side of your head. Yeah. Well, uh, I saved your life. Pete, Pete saved my life. Uh, push come to shove i was i was a little too tipsy and i i i got the jitters i was i was i was feeling uh feels feeling the urge to run a little bit and so uh <laughs> long story short i somersaulted into the corner of a table 
busting my head, blood going everywhere. Oh yeah, pretty good gouge. Yeah, um, made it all the way up six floors to our our dorm room and uh, was able to pour some. Well, Pete, Pete came in clutch with the rubbing alcohol. Rubbing kinda, alcohol. Kind of dumped it all over my head. Uh, Clean them up. <laughs> Clean me up. No infections. Wrapped a wrapped a. I don't know. Like a towel or some shit. Washcloth or something. Somebody's shirt. I don't know. Uh, I should have gone to the hospital. But oh, absolutely, you <laughs> yeah. definitely should have went to yeah. the hospital. Um, either way, Pete saved my life. Woke up in the morning, felt all right. Uh, may have bled through the washcloth, but we were good. Yeah, Everything we were... was fine. I'm still okay. So and just little shit like that too. Like that's obviously not what you wanted to happen, but like you're gonna remember that forever. Yeah. Sometimes you got to learn a little bit in crisis mode. You got to learn the you hard know? way. You got to learn. <laughs> you got to learn how you get to react. So I, I think that, you know, the people that you meet, the the extracurricular stuff you do, whether that be getting a job on campus or, or joining a club or, you know, doing intramurals or even you know joining Greek life, whatever it may be, I think that can be just as important. Like I said, is is the academics that you're there for. And I cannot stress enough the importance of networking. I mean, really, at the end of the day, that's what it's going to come down to is who you know and how they can help you out in certain scenarios later on down the road, whether it's getting a job or, you know, they know somebody that could help you out with, you know, somebody needs a, a new product for something and, and you, you're, you're a salesman or just the list goes on and on and on. And the bigger your network and, and the more you're able to just be comfortable in those kind of situations where you're just having casual conversations with people that can really build some legitimate relationships, the better off you're going to be. Yeah, I agree completely. And I'm just thinking now, you know, I've, I, that's something I've worked at my entire, entire college career. Right. And I, if I wanted to right now, okay. And in, in the next few hours, I could have a videographer, I could have a graphic designer, I could have a mechanical engineer, an electrical engineer, a supply yeah. chain. Any any person who has some set of expertise, I feel like I could recruit immediately if I really needed to get something going quickly. And these are people who are intelligent human beings, and I think that's something that uh, college people don't think about as much is is kind of networking, really. Yeah, absolutely. And then to kind of play the other part of it, though, is you know there's certain people that college just isn't for them, right? And there's nothing wrong with that either, you know a lot of people that I know from back home kind of circling back to this is, you know, at this, this wedding I went to this past weekend, I caught up with some people I hadn't seen in, you know, a few years. And I was just kind of asking them, you know, what they've been up to kind of what their plans are moving forward. And it was kind of interesting to listen to some of them speak. I remember one guy, one of my buddies, uh, a little bit younger than me, he said that, um, he knew in high school that that kind of learning was not for him. Like he knew junior, senior year that that sort of environment was not a productive way for him to learn and not what he wanted to continue doing. And he tried out college anyway and just proved to himself that that wasn't where he should be and what he wanted to be doing. And, you know, now he's pursuing other other opportunities and, you know, more of like a physical labor kind of side of things. But you know, I'm convinced that he will be successful at that because it's something he likes to do and he's been doing it for a while. So I really don't think that college is the answer for everybody. And, you know, for parents that are saying, oh, well, you got to go to college and, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this other thing. A lot of times I think that 
we think that our parents are nagging us, but in reality, that's just kind of like they, what they consider the best option for you. And that's really all they want, right? Is they just want the best for you. And, but, but what they think is the best for you might not truly be what's best for you. Like, you know, what's best for you. Your parents don't necessarily know that. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of kids going into college aren't able to grasp. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, like even in, in my life, I can think of, I mean, a bunch of my friends are, are still, they never went to college, but they're doing great. You know, I, I I've got one buddy. He, he just started a, basically a, a trailer dealership right out of high school. Um, this kid had, to, he had been flipping, flipping trucks all throughout high school. He would buy, buy low, soup them up a little bit. He had a garage and he would, you know, usually jack them up, you know, toss some light bars on them or whatever, and then sell them for a big profit. And so he had a, he had a bunch of money saved up. And then right out of, right out of high school, he, he ended up opening up a trailer company. And I mean, this is so, so we're sitting here in July right now, but few weeks ago they just passed 400 400 sales on the year and that's during corona which is that's pretty good pretty insane right in in seven months during corona they sold 400 trailers um it's it's just him and his girlfriend and they're They're killing it yeah and they're they're balling right now you know he has a hundred thousand dollar truck and he's yeah i mean it wasn't quite my style but that's pretty wild to be able to go and buy something like that within what a year or two of having this business. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he, from, I from mean, like start and don't get me wrong. I mean, he's an incredibly hard worker. The kid could really bust his ass, but like, yeah, I mean, you can, you can make whatever work with hard work, some dedication and consistency. You can go a long fucking way yeah. in life. For sure. One of the other things, you know, kind of regarding college is, um, you know, we're very fortunate that we live in the time that we do with the internet so like if you really wanted to, if you if there was a certain skill that you really wanted to learn, all you really have to do is open up Google, you know, type in whatever that thing is that you're interested in. You know, it's gonna take a lot of time, but you can watch YouTube videos, you can read, you know, professional like legitimate articles and, and research that's been done in a certain field or, you know, read books on whatever the topic is that is of interest to you and learn a wealth of information where 20 years ago that wasn't the case and certain things like you know real estate for example that's a good one where you don't really need any college at all and you can make fucking bank if you do it right and you put the time into it and if that's something again if you're passionate about you don't you don't college doesn't even need to be a thought in your mind and again I think as a society as a whole, there's still all this pressure for everybody to have to go to college. Like that's how you're going to be successful. But as times are changing so quickly, our whole idea on higher education as a, as a community has not really caught up with the times. I think is kind of a fair way to, to, to say it really. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many ways to learn nowadays. I feel like, and like you mentioned real estate and I, I guess what a lot of people don't, don't think about maybe is is college is a huge time commitment yeah i mean if you put four or five years into anything consistently like you do college even if it's just a business so you for for example you said real estate right i mean if you really put the pedal to the metal in real estate for four and five years i mean you're gonna be you you can build a big network of people who are going to give you referrals, who are going to make you a shit ton of money. Yeah. And you, you might even be able to build out, 
a team, you know, be making six figures easily in four years, in in four or five years, which, which you're not necessarily going to be doing with a college degree, but it's just kind of about finding your fit. You're not going to have the loans. You're not going to have, you know, the time that you would have lost taking certain classes that aren't relevant at all. So it, it really depends on the person and, and the passion, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. And, you know, you can really do this. You can do this for a lot of things now. You know, you can learn, you can open up, open up like a fucking Shopify store. And, you know, again, that's not an easy thing to do. And a lot of time goes into it. And now probably isn't the best time to do that with the virus <laughs> and raw material sourcing from wherever. But that's just kind of the supply chain nerd in me talking. But again, like there's all these different options that exist out there for people to make a legitimate career at without college. So it's just something to think about and, and to seriously consider, you know, if, if you're getting ready to go to college or even if you're a few years in, you feel like it's really not for you. There's a legitimate possibility that it's not for you. And if there's something that you've always wanted to learn more about or something that's kind of like calling to you, it's, probably going to be worth you at least investing a little bit of time in and, and seeing if that's truly what you think it could be. So, yeah, definitely. And Hey, that's, I mean, if you are in college too, I mean, that's what summers can be used for is, is dabbling a little bit yeah, and then absolutely. you can make your decision from that too. So I think, uh, this is a good point to kind of change the mood of things a little bit. We're about a half hour in and you're looking thirsty. I see you're out of your vodka water and we have two, Bush light apples. So Will is taking his first sip right now. And walk us through it. What do you think? Did you even get a quick quick sniff of it before you before you took a sip? Or not? <sighs> All right, that's All definitely right. gonna be loud. I'm gonna waft. Okay. So fuck, it's warm. Nice can. It's pretty red. The can is sick. All right, bush bush light. Uh, typically killing bush it. Latte. <laughs> bush latte. Bush uh, latte. Typically killing it with the uh, the branding. Per usual. It's what we expect nowadays. Uh, so I'm going to take my first sip here. First first oh. real sip. Oh, first real sip. It's it's pretty rich. Very apply. Kind of, it's, it's just like a- alcoholic apple juice is, is how I would describe really? it. Yeah. Now, to how do you honest, think it compares to like ciders though? It's different. You know, I, well, I feel like... Ciders, ciders are a little more uh, tart. Like uh, tart, it's got that tang. Like I feel like I usually have a little coating on my teeth exactly. after a cider, but this, that is exactly this what I thought when I first tried. This it. isn't giving me that, so I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty nice, pretty it's a, rich. It's a little heavier. It's a little heavier in the calories. I don't know exactly what it is. Well, I mean, but it's it not says, that bad. It says light, so it can't be yeah, terrible, exactly. right? I mean, for... but as soon as I tried it for the first time, that was the first thing I thought is like, there's not this shit film in your mouth that you get from Angry Orchards. And fucking what are the other ones? Reds, Wicked, yeah, Apple, Mango, Pineapple, Hard Ciders. Those are terrible in my opinion. Not as much sugar, and I think I think they're pretty tasty. I, I think, think it's a nice. This is this is the male version of a pumpkin spice latte. Is <laughs> the best way I can describe it. I I mean I'm not gonna disagree. I I really am not. I'm actually it's, impressed. It's pretty delicious. I, I would I could kick. Kick it with this from end of summer all the way up to winter. That's exactly honest. what I'm saying. And like, this is the perfect fall beer. It is. I don't know if I'd want to have an apple with it. No. But, but I mean, I feel like I could drink several of these and not be, like, too hungover because there's too much sugar and not really get sick of it. I mean, they are 
It is pretty fruity. But it's... They're good. They're good. They're good, straight up. It's a good beer, um, especially for the price. They're they're a cheap beer. So, I mean... I it was like $9 for 12. I mean, bargain. It's, it's not a bad bad gig. And the cans, like I said, cans are sick. <laughs> Big fan of the cans. I think they're going away in, I think, October. So, if you get a chance to get these, definitely would recommend it. You won't be disappointed. Uh, if you're a Bush Light drinker, big college beer. Um, grab these, switch it up a little bit. Be something uh, unique for this semester. As much as the um, the year has sucked so far, this might be one of the best things to come out of it, in my opinion. Bush Light Apple, year of 2020. So, what do we think about? Uh, do you think we'll just be allowed to drink during class if we have to wear oh my masks? God. I don't know. That's a good point. Like as long as you use a straw, it's okay, right? As long as you keep the mask on, and I, they're coming out with those masks now that have like a little like zip zipper for you to like put your straw through or make it easier to drink. So I might have to get one of those. I think I'm just gonna start bringing a thirty rack to every class and just kind of passing out brews. You know, like hey, for, hey, it's ten a.m. Do you want a beer? I feel like it's gonna be kind of like the Wild West, where like there's no <laughs> like there is rules as far as quarantine is concerned, but just like social norms are kind of out the window now. Yeah, I mean they were normally at our school, so that's uh, that's also a good point. Maybe we should try it. I mean, it's your last semester, my last year. What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Kick us out? Oh no! Hey, no, I've got a I've but got a few few strikes left. I can I can bear some. That's fair. Do you have any strikes? Zero strikes somehow. I got out of one. One of our other roommates isn't quite as lucky, but he's he's still here. Yeah, he got my. Uh, Got my bong smashed. It was a tragedy. Freshman year. Not my bong. Whatever it was. Steamroller. Oh, I don't even remember that. That wasn't even what I was talking about, actually. Oh, but well. I'm not going to bring up the other thing because that's, that's just... If he, <laughs> when he gets on, when he gets a chance to get on this, I'll let him share that story if he if he wants to share it. Yeah. It's a good story, but I'm not going to be the person to, to share that uh, when he's not here. Um, so hopefully we can convince him to share that with, with you guys. I think it'll be a, a good laugh. Um, but yeah, if you had to give the Bushlight Apple rating, scale of 1 out of 10, what would you give it? One sip, everybody knows the rules. I think I'd go with like a 7.8. It's pretty good. That's, like, part that's of, a good Part score. of me is trying to weigh like the quality and the price. And so like Definitely I feel like factor. That, like I feel like if it was a, if I was drinking it as like a good beer, it'd probably be like a like a 6.4. But like, but it's but it's bush but it's light. A, but it's a it's a bush light, so it's like that kind of juices it yeah. up quite a bit. And I, honestly, I think you would have given it a higher score had it not been sitting on the on the table here for a little bit while we started the first half. It's pretty half toasty. Um, when it's cold, when it's cold, when you can say like, like oh my god, that's cold. Okay, that's that's when it's at its best. Ooh. Ooh. Real crisp. It's like it's like a honey crisp apple in your mouth. Just beer. But yeah, 7.8. I was originally going to give it when I first had it an 8.1. Pretty high score. All right, we're in but the same. We're in the same ballpark. Same All things ballpark. considered, price, taste, limited edition, the design of the can, the not so shitty feeling in your teeth that you get from those awful ciders. Shotgun ability. You could, yeah. This is, <laughs> you could definitely shotgun this You could gun one. For sure. But yeah, uh, Grab these bad boys while they're still in stores. I think you got till uh, beginning or, or mid-October, and then they're uh, gone for who knows how long. Hopefully, it'll be like a yearly thing. I think it'd be actually like great for them if they brought it back like every 
last half of the summer and through the fall. It's a good. That'd be great. Like I said, pumpkin spice latte for frat bros, basically. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I think that should be their marketing campaign. Oh, we could do something for there's there we go. That's the first sponsor. Ooh. Bushlight Apple. Bu- Not Bushlight, oh. but Bushlight Apple specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Bush Bush wants to sponsor us, but they wouldn't just sponsor us for Apple, so we're fucking out. Yeah. Well shit. But yeah, that's your uh first beer review on this podcast and maybe we'll get to a point where we can mix some of these in every once in a while. That'd be that'd be fun. Yeah. Try some new shit, give us an excuse to adventure out a little more. Get freaky with it. Get freaky with it. So, sports are back. Yeah, I don't do sports. Well, you... All right. You do. You really only pay attention to football. Well, yeah. Which is a good... If you're going to pay attention to one sport, like, that's a good one to pay attention to. The NFL. 100%. That's... All right. Here, here's the deal. like, I just don't... I don't feel like putting in the effort to, to watch sports. And football, it's like one of those things. It's like... You got one game a week, whereas like every other sport, it's that's like, true. Multiple you got like a week, three games, four games a week. It's like I, I can't, I can't keep up with that. This is ridiculous. And well, let's just get it out of the way right now. This past year, there was a bit of a shakeup in the NFL as far as your favorite team, the Patriots. Go Pats! Tom Brady now with the Buccaneers. Um, Gronk came out of retirement to join Brady down in Tampa. How do you feel about it? All right, listen, Cam Newton. Kids on a fucking. That's not what I asked. Cam Newton, kids on a fucking war path. It's gonna be a good season. That is not what I asked. Another Super Bowl season, and that's what's important. So, I don't agree with that. I think Cam is probably the best choice that you could have had realistically at this point in time because they waited quite a while. Uh, I mean, well, he was as, cheap. He was a yeah. He, he was, was as cheap as it gets for a veteran. You know I, what I mean? Like, if I remember correctly, I think just about all the other good quarterbacks that were left had well there really weren't any left they had all basically signed elsewhere at that point all the free agents that were worth a hill of shit had basically went elsewhere and cam was just kind of you know still hanging out still posting all his shit on instagram him getting after it um but yeah you still got to answer my question what was how do you feel about brady and gronk and tampa bay together no longer with patriots after what 20 years all right, yeah. Well, Brady yep. being there for about 20 years. Brady was there for 20 years. It is – they're no doubt going to be a force to be reckoned with, right? Like, that's just I, yeah. always going to be a combo. That's just – I mean, I it's going to be great no matter what. I think and Brady's going to have a better year this year than he did last year. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. I mean, there's some weapons on that, on that team down in Tampa, too. It's not just those two. Yeah, and you I'm sure – Mike Evans and – I'm sure Brady was very contemplative about where he was going and, and why he chose yeah. Tampa Bay. Um he is getting old, but like at the same time, the guy's got work ethic out the fucking ass, ass you yeah. know. And so, I I'm sure he'll have a great season. But I mean, it's one of those things. I'm always going to be a Pats fan. I'm still gonna. I still love Brady. Like, don't get right. me wrong. Like, he he dedicated 20 years to the team. Absolutely. He's always going to be a Pat, no matter what. And like, um, that's the team that you grew up watching too. Yeah. But basically, since when you started, it was Brady's team, and it had been all the way up until this last year. So, like, I know a lot of people that are kind of in the same boat growing up Pats fans is, like, they're always going to be Pats fans, but so much of their memories of, like, greatness with this organization is tied to Tom Brady, and they don't really have a choice but to kind of root for him as well. Yeah. Like, because he brought you all these great memories that you had growing up. I agree. You're not just going to, like... Brush throw off, that out the window. Yeah, you're not just going to brush off a guy like that. <laughs> like, right. He really was pretty... 
pretty fucking incredible. I mean, in early in his career, you know, you would take pay cuts just to get better players on yeah. the team. He's he's not he's not your typical player, and he's got kind of just an extra gear that I think most people, almost no one has, yeah. and you got to respect that. And I think his time with the Patriots was just up, unfortunately. Um, I am very surprised he didn't retire because. I mean, yeah, he's, me too. he's like the oldest quarterback ever now, right? I mean, yeah, he's, he's got to be getting kind of brittle at this point. Yeah, but he's a stud, hot wife, hot wife, Giselle, great quarterback, good dude. So, is it safe to say that you're still a Pats fan first? Yeah, or are you, okay. yeah, no, I'm still a Pats fan first, I guess. If, if if it's like, all right, are the Pats or Tampa Bay gonna win a Super Bowl? It's like, all right, like I want the Pats to win. But if the Pats get eliminated, yeah, and Tampa's I, in the hunt. I'm behind Brady on that one. I'll okay. be honest. That's that's basically like the consensus that I think most people in your bow have have agreed on at this point. Yeah, you got feel like that's also. I mean, you gotta reasonable. love Gronk too. I he he's like the one of the Guy's most a nut. guy is a nut. One of the most likable like characters in the NFL. No Absolutely. doubt. Absolutely. Like I fucking hated the Patriots growing up. I'm a Giants fan. We got him in both of those yeah, Super fuck Bowls. Off. But um, Gronk was like one of the few Pats players that I actually liked. Just because his personality is like, just he that guy just loves to play football. Yeah, like he's such a meathead. He's got a great personality. He loves to like he's always having fun. You can tell when you watch him play that like he's loving every single second that he's on the field playing football. Oh, and that's just like a a very it's just kind of like attracts you to him as a player, even if you don't like him as as a part of the organization. It's just like he's a fun guy to watch, and you kind of want to root for him. Do I remember I I had a a job interview for an internship and they're like one of the one of the questions they asked was like if you could if you could meet one person right now that was still alive all right like obviously if if you could meet dead people like this changes opens things. changes things but like <laughs> they asked me if i could meet one person and i kind of just like panicked panic response you know first thought was just like rob gronkowski and <laughs> you know i don't know why that was my go-to but i i feel like he's just an interesting human you know he's That's he's obviously for sure Someone who puts a shit ton of work into being better, but also knows how to have a good fucking time. And I feel like that's like the perfect mix to be at in life. And yeah. I kind of want to ask him about that. Well, maybe if one of your other projects gets uh, blows up, you can do that someday. Maybe. Fingers crossed. That's the goal, right? But yeah, I think um, the Bucks are, are going to have uh, a good season and they're they're looking up for sure. One of the big things, though, is Hopefully the NFL, like I said earlier, gets their shit together and figures out how the hell they're going to approach the season because, you know, as far as I know, they still don't really have a plan for training camp. And, I mean, at this point they've had four, four and a half months to try and come up with some sort of plan. They knew this was going to happen at some point. All the other sports, um, professional sports, have come up with plans. You know, like I said, baseball starting tonight. Uh, NBA and NHL have been doing scrimmage games exhibition games and they're getting ready to start next week and you know if the nfl really doesn't come up with something within the next week or so realistically at this point there's a good chance that the start of their season is going to be delayed as well um you know i know they were talking about limiting the amount of people that can be at training camp they're not going to be playing against other squads in training camp which all makes sense but you know as far as like i think i really don't think they came up with plans as far as like testing players or you know, having them quarantine or really any of the stuff like how the schedule might have to be adjusted. And these are all really important things you have to think about for a season like this. Um, 
you know, so hopefully they figure it out. I, I think that we're still at a point now where it's safe to say there will be a season at some point. It's just, it's just interesting to think about how it's going to be different. I'm sure. I mean, it's not going to be the same as most NFL seasons, but who knows? Hey, got to roll with the punches, I guess. But I, yeah, I'm really hoping there's an NFL season. It would make me very, very sad if there was not. Yeah. Because then you basically just went a whole year without sports. I mean, Super Bowl was it. So you went. It's a long time. Ten and a half months. It's a long time. It's a long time to not pay attention to one sport you actually give a shit about. Yeah. So because all the other sports suck. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but college football is not looking good at this point. There is a bunch of different divisions that have already said uh, we're not playing the fall. There are certain divisions. I think the SEC uh, said that they were going to be doing um, just games among other teams in the SEC. They're not going to be playing teams from other conferences, other divisions uh, throughout the the nation, and you know that's still up in the air too, is I feel like there's a lot that's going to change. I know for us, they'd said, um, you know, we're D three sports, but, um, they said all fall sports are going to be canceled this year because of the virus. So, you know, as it gets closer and closer to students getting back on campus, you know, it's only logical to think that that's going to happen to more and more universities really at this point. Truthfully. Yeah. yeah it's really shitty. I can't play club lacrosse. <laughs> it's the real loss there. Oh no. Yeah, God for God forbid. Your last semester of college. What am I gonna no do? No club lacrosse. No, what well, are you gonna do? Oh. So yeah, it's it's interesting times, and there's just a lot of things that have to be put into consideration. Um, you know, when making these plans, and especially for colleges too. Like the bigger college's primary concern should be, you know, for the majority of students, which are not student athletes. You know, they're students first, and you know the safety of them and them progressing in there. Um, academic path is should be you know the top priority for just about everybody involved in these campuses and you know if, if they're not even able to do that and give kids like a legitimate academic experience that they're supposed to get you know I can't imagine that these sports teams are going to be having seasons realistically as much as it sucks to say like I'm, I'm all for the tailgate even though we're at a university that doesn't have that and I would kill to be able to experience that um, uh, it's just, it doesn't, it's just not looking good for anybody. So who knows? We'll see. Fingers crossed. Um, it's very weird to watch sports right now with nobody in the stands. Very bizarre. That is weird. It, I, I, it's just strange. Like, I feel like I'm even like less motivated to watch it on TV. Yeah. It, it definitely takes away an element of watching the game that you really don't even think about. Yeah, they need to they need to toss on some like fake claps or something like a like a sitcom where they have fake laughs. You so know, some teams are doing that. Like in the NBA, I saw a, a video uh, yesterday on Instagram. Somebody went to shoot at free throw and he missed it. And on the um, like on the set, on the uh, scoreboard, they just played um, what the fuck was it? Oh yeah, as he misses it, they just play audio of some kid going yeet. <laughs> it was actually really funny. Yeah, it's hysterical. But I just feel- mixing in shit like that is like okay, you're trying to. Trying to do something creative. It's better than nothing. Better than silence. They need a they need a DJ in the back office really working his magic. Yeah. And I know like baseball too, they were when somebody would get a hit, they would mix in like fan noise, but they would do it way too late. So like somebody would be rounding first base and then then the, like the, the cheering comes on over the loudspeakers. It's like, yeah, that. Oh man. Was they that gotta, really they gotta start testing reaction time for the yeah. the guys they're bringing in the back office now. So I don't know. It's weird, but you know, it's it's good to have that back and i think that sports are really something that with all the crazy shit going on that can kind of help 
take people's minds off of things. And it's something that they can kind of de-stress and, and watch and not be as concerned with all the other crazy shit that's going on in the world. And I think sports really have the power to kind of unite people. And they always have been. And, and you know, as a you know somebody that used to play sports and, and still enjoys watching them and keeping up to date with what's going on in the sports world, um, for me, I find it is, you know, something, like I said, that's it's fun. It, it takes your mind off of other things. And, you know, you can really build connections with other people watching sports or playing sports or whatever it may be. So, Yeah, they're great. They're great. Here to first year, sports are great. I'm sad. You just want football. That's all you care I about. I just want football, to be man. And that's that's fair. So fingers crossed, um, and, and we'll see what happens. And kind of touching on the um, the whole college response to you know students coming back and you know how it could affect their sports teams. You know, we found out this past week that um, there's some precautions that we're going to have to take too before the semester starts. One of them, um, we have to take COVID tests. Got to get some shit shoved up my nose. It. It doesn't sound fun. I haven't had one yet. Um, from what I've seen, it doesn't look very pleasant. They shove a cotton swab way the fuck up your nose. Basically touches your brain. Oh, hell I th- yeah. I think. And um, Sometimes that gets itchy for me anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, we have to do that, I think, within two weeks of, of being back on campus. And it has to be, obviously, negative. And then people coming from you know, different states that are high risk or, you know, other countries are, are required to, I think, what, quarantine for two weeks before classes start? Yeah, that's, I think it's something like that. That's what they that. want I mean, you to do. Yeah, we're already back and kind of like where our campus is, so I... I yeah, for I mean, for us, we don't have to worry about that, I think. Yeah. But like, kids coming from Florida probably should be. Yeah, the, yeah, you're you're right. Because Florida's... I think we're going to fill a, out some like travel plan too, right? Like, I mean... Yeah, I did that. It was literally two questions. Oh, really? Yeah, it's okay. not it's not bad at all. But um, yeah, so we have to do that. We have to um, potentially quarantine ourselves. And like the thing is with that is like I don't know how they're going to enforce that because there's going to be kids that definitely come from other states. They're going to be like, "Fuck, I'm not doing that." Yeah, I mean, I I don't see any way to enforce that. I mean, you're not going to. I I don't even, I guess, fully understand what they're expecting out of that. Because um, it's like, do. You, are they expecting people not to leave their house? Is that is that so. full on quarantine? Like, who's gonna care for them if they're like a freshman? Like, who's gonna bring them food? I I don't know. I think I there's know. a lot of logistics there that they haven't really thought through. Maybe haven't thought through. Um, but yeah, is what it is. I mean, obviously, I think they're also gonna be implementing masks on campus uh, just during class and yeah, when you're walking to. around on campus, which is, I mean. That's totally fair. Like, I understand that completely. Uh, it's going to suck. We, we we both had a conversation today. I think we're we're about to get some, some A1 masks. Some yeah, I'm I'm sick of wearing the medical ones. They, they do the job. And, like, for people that are actually wearing those on a day-to-day basis in a medical profession, hats off to you because they fucking suck. They get stanky. They smell terrible. They're not comfortable. They're fucking, at least the one I have, was, like, kind of itchy if you wear it for too long. Um, one of the like things that goes around your ear the other day just snapped on one of mine i what? probably was fucking around with it more than i should have been but i think it's it's one of those things it's like they're we're gonna have to wear these for a while still i don't there really isn't an end in sight it seems like in the near future so it's like if you gotta wear these to class for an entire semester you may as well be getting yeah it's a halfway it's, decent mask at this worth, point worth the investment there 
So we'll see. It's just one of many new things we're going to have to adapt to. And what, what else did they say we're going to have to do on campus? Like there's going to be like these sorts of like monitors or something that are like making sure people are like social distancing, you know, I'd love if they just walked around and screamed at people if they're not six feet apart. That'd be pretty, pretty hilarious. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of like something that's in the plan. That's not actually going to happen. It's like, all right, if you want to, if you want to fund, uh, just like shit ton of extra staff after your enrollment's already down. Okay. Yeah, sure. But like, I just don't see that happening. And I also don't see them able to be able to and like force that. Well, it's like, all right, like if, uh, hall monitor rolls up to a kid who's an asshole he's probably just gonna tell him to fuck off right like yeah um but yeah i mean we'll see i don't know what's gonna happen it's gonna be an interesting semester for sure i think that um nobody really knows what to expect from a student perspective from a faculty perspective really anybody on any college campus is is gonna be a a wild semester and hopefully you know those those universities that are able to have in-person interaction on some level uh, that it's able to stay that way for the the duration of the semester because i know for me like worst case is going back online like we'll be fine we'll get through it but if we're paying all this money you know to have access to all these facilities and you know all this other stuff and and we don't we're not able to do that because of this i'd at least not want to have to pay as much i feel like that's a reasonable thing to ask at this point yeah what are they using all that money for anyway if these facilities aren't open and you know, obviously, yes, they're doing renovations and adding new buildings all the time. But like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to be receiving those services of them right. adding new buildings. But yeah, um, I mean, we're not going to see that anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think a large portion of it obviously still goes to paying staff. Um, yeah, and they're on salary. That's not necessarily going to change. Right. Um. So I'm not sure how much costs for them change. I I'm not super savvy on like their finance side of things yeah but like if we can't go to the gym if we can't use the recreation facilities like that's definitely a part of our tuition as a piece of it yeah no i agree so i agree completely that's it's interesting who knows what's gonna happen we'll uh we'll see i'm sure we're gonna talk about that quite a bit over the next several episodes so uh we'll talk through it we'll see what's going on you know with us here in rochester and kind of keep it keep an ear out for what's going on around the rest of the country and and i'm sure we'll talk about it talk shit about it bitch about it just because it's fun to do why not yeah i mean it's it's quarantine right we need something to complain about oh absolutely there's a million things we could complain about but may as well complain about our our colleges and how they're trying their hardest but it's probably not going to be what we need it to be (laughs) (laughs) As, as bad as that sounds but uh yeah we're just under an hour right now i think we're at a a good point to wrap up. Um, Will, you have anything else before we sign off? I got nothing. You got nothing. Did you finish your beer at least? I finished my beer. All right. Well, it's looking like it's past your bedtime, so you may as well cut it. Peace.